All right, everybody, welcome to Yeah, But Still. Joining us once again for the first time since, when was it, Brandon? March, perhaps? Uh, This was like, uh, yeah, this is like a week before Super Tuesday. Yeah, we should perhaps paint the scene after after this, but uh, welcome back to the podcast, Felix Biederman. First time joining us um, during quarantine. Welcome back. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, last time I was here, we were fresh out of Nevada. Um, we spent a week gambling, having a great time. Bernie did so well that they called it about five minutes after everything closed. Oh, uh, yeah. He won by a crushing margin. Victory was imminent. We were out further west to enjoy beautiful California, hang out with our friends. Everything was looking even better. I got to you know, hang out with my friends Jack and Brandon. This year's only going to get better. Dude, <laughs> things bad things will happen, but we, there'll be small bumps in the road. We had an you idea of the bad real things. lost in the sauce. We were like, we were, yeah. we were all like deciding what cabinet positions we would have in the Bernie Sanders administration because we liked <laughs> how many tweets we liked. We would like get cabinet positions and uh, and I we was were, fattening up so it could be like Steve Bannon. Yeah, I was like prepared to be like this. I wanted to be the Jacob Wool of the Bernie Sanders administration, where I'm yeah, like, in, like in no like way involved. Too, yeah, me doing Pete on the left. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like aimlessly <laughs> doing missions, even though nobody wants me to. I was hoping to be that. Um, and the only thing standing in our way was uh, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, and like, I mean. It, it is funny. I was remembering. No one was thinking about Joe. <laughs> oh, nobody was thinking. No, about- <laughs> literally the last time Felix was on, I remember. Uh, uh, mutually, we were like, ah, "It's funny now because he's not a threat. This isn't gonna happen." Yeah, like, we were. It's, it's it, sad. Yeah, it happened so fast. Like we were riding high, and then the world in like a week, the world fell apart, and Joe wandered onto the scene. With his balls <laughs> through his zipper that was open, it was like, "Hey, what's up, man? I'm in charge now." He's we popping like, a brain. Yeah, we man. Um, yeah, I was like, you know what? I was thinking, I was like, I'm gonna do a daily show on Twitch because Bernie needs a Tucker, and I'll be Bernie's <laughs> Tucker. That's literally what I was thinking, and now I'm like, he was a nice man, dude. The- he was a sweet old man <laughs> that we thought could win. I mean, everything Thanks, changed O-Bungler. so much. Uh, it, it's <laughs> very to funny. Bunglers, America. Yeah, you were one of the last people I saw. It was like a weird. The world shut down at kind of like a strange time where the last people I saw were just kind of like people that were on the podcast. You know, um, I wasn't like doing a ton of socializing anyway. So you were one of the last people I saw. It's it's weird. These are like weird landmarks that we in in conversations we have recorded. Unfortunately, <laughs> like I'm able to hear exactly what we are thinking not long ago. But I mean, a global pandemic does sort of change things, you know. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It causes a couple bumps in the road. That's for sure. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't feel great about some of those conversations being on record. That being, although I I think there like the post post Nevada Chapo, I think will. Will especially was lost in the sauce. Will was fucking gassed up. How could you not be? How could you not I know. be? We and won the course. first three primaries. This is unprecedented. And it's Absolutely. like... Absolutely. I don't know. It is embarrassing, though. It's like recording a podcast in 1929 that's like... <laughs> 
everything's going to go great. Um, put, Germany is on the verge put your of money like, in the bank. anti-Semitism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Europe will never go to war again. We've solved that problem. I don't see the stock market coming down from this. We're probably just going to have zero unemployment like forever. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. Hoover I mean, rocks. I love it was, Hoover. It was Hoover. definitely a lot of, it was a lot of like spiking the football in the first quarter. I feel like we didn't know it was yeah. the first quarter. We didn't I, know I, the, the, if you sorry, go ahead. We're zoom I, stumbling. I, if you go back to 2018, uh, I was saying Joe's going to win. And I said it through 2019 and I should have just, I mean, everyone would have been mad at me for like six months when it, when Bernie was doing great, when they'd be like, they'd be like, how the fuck can you say Joe's going to win? Joe, he's stumbling around, but it's like, I would have had the prize of being right. But I also right. would have experienced no happiness. Yeah. And no, it's I like mean, you don't I had, get anything for being right. I had so much hope, and I also regret how much I leaned into the like Joe Biden is dead, Joe Biden is a rapist stuff because uh, I fucking I really like leaned into that, and I lost a I lost a fucking Trojan deal because uh because of my Joe Biden is a rapist tweet, and uh, that's why I'm never wearing condoms again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really lose? A deal because I lost. Of that? I lost a. I lost a Trojan deal. I lost. What does the Trojan a Trojan bag. deal look like? I don't even. I don't. I. I can't get into it because it doesn't exist anymore. But that's what kind of like. I didn't know there was Trojan influencers. By the way, that's also a, a joke from like and subscribe that came true. I can't believe you were really gonna get a, a Trojan deal. Oh, the Trojan. Well, they were. They were gonna. You're gonna be Trojan I, I adult. I can't. I can't get into the details too much. But they. They did specifically tell my reps that it was because of the joe biden stuff <laughs> that it's uh be because i thought that he wasn't going to do it and now now he's the nominee and i don't have that tro that sweet trojan money i like that that's the reason why you regret those decisions too it's not that <laughs> no, like, it's like <laughs> oh we've I've kind of like helped stained our only hope to get donald trump out of office <laughs> like no uh, they yeah. fucked up my trojan well, condom bag <laughs> <laughs> dude you know, uh, other stuff too but I mean, look, there's no way to predict the world, but I am I'm surprised we haven't had Felix on. I mean, I guess I've been on we, I've done this is sus with you with you many times. Um Yeah. Which by the way, maybe we need to do another one of those. Those were very We fun. do. We do. I've been like too busy to do it, That's but understandable. I, I'll be able to like set some time aside for it soon. But I'm I'm glad to have you on because dude, I feel like the world has become particularly exhausting and unbearable um in a way it hasn't been before just i don't know i feel like it's gotten worse in the last couple of weeks maybe it's just me but this is something uh that, that i think would be great to discuss with you yeah it, it it's not good i don't like it yeah this is a bad I mean, this is a bad time to live in yeah right before this i was watching uh austin powers gold member and i just wanted to go back you know? Oh, that'd be a great time to go back to. In in some way. Imagine, bro. Imagine being fucking Seth Green. You've got th you got you got checks coming in from three Austin Powers movies, Family Guy residuals, Robot Chicken. You've built a fucking empire off of like eighth graders. You know what's he doing now? That's Robot Chicken. Robot no, Chicken like, is still on with his life do, and Family Guy. How's he do living? People build empires off eighth graders. It was Seth Green. And Jeffrey Epstein, but only one <laughs> to tell the tale. It's the two. It's the it's Seth MacFarlane, Seth Green, and Epstein. Yeah, the two yeah. the two Seths. 
Yeah. And the one Jeff, yeah. Yeah. Dude, um, I'm I'm checking out his Instagram. He's just straight up vibing. I don't know. He just yeah, seems to be living his I, life. I love going to a celebrity's Instagram, like a 2004 celebrity's Instagram, because it's like they are they like it's like the guys the guys who you know got out of Germany before <laughs> yeah. before the before the mid 30s, and they're like smooth sailing, baby. They're just like I feel like they're on the other side looking at us, and they're like. Sucks for you. It looks. Hey, I'm having, I'm I'm going. You know, stand uh, or uh, stand up paddle boarding with my 27 year old fiance. <laughs> yeah, it's a great I'm, life. I'm going, yeah. I mean, yeah. He fucking he did the he did the Austin Powers movies, Family Guy, and then fucking he was like, oh, what if we did a show where Optimus Prime humps a little washer dryer? He's doing. Robo- I'm so jealous. The, that was like the last breed of adult cartoons or animation before adult cartoons and animation were about like, uh, you know, here's here's uh, this is about a bird who has uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh, it and, acts, and, absolutely. It's it's yeah. it was that era before it was like, oh, what if uh, the adult cartoons were existential? And yeah. it was like back when it was just like, yeah, what if we made the Care Bears cuss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if it was, was like Family Guy with just the cutaways? <laughs> yeah. You know? That's what the DNC should have been. It should have just been like Biden pointing to clips of Robot Chicken and being like, this is going to come back. <laughs> I mean, they're bringing, they're bringing G4 back. I think That's like, true. If we, if we build a big enough coalition, I think we can bring Spike TV back. Oh, that'd be huge. Uh, by 2021. I want, yeah, I want Mansers. We lost Spike TV kind of right around uh, Trump's election, I, weirdly. I feel like every time there's a legitimate social movement, like the Ferguson protest, you know, those defined that era. But our political activity is so linked to our media consumption and almost solely expressed through voting and media consumption that the only way we can sort of channel this is like oh you're saying like you're you're being like racially targeted and murdered and just like destroyed by policing by gentrification by redlining by all this shit all right we got you uh we're gonna we're gonna make tv shittier (laughs) (laughs) i feel like yeah like no it's like a bunch of a bunch of shit no one asked for like after these the george floyd protests started there was all this like weird shit where it's like we're taking out the golden girls mud mask episode and, pe- and people were like i didn't want that like what the fuck that's not <laughs> why i was out there but it- it's well i mean think about who makes culture it's just like shitty fucking anxious uh professional class people who they really want to appear as good people, but they have no idea how they actually do that. And the only thing they can think of in their lives is like, all right, we have to make this culture that's already bad. This culture that's already bad because it's supposed to, everything is supposed to make the maximum profit. So it's supposed to appeal to the maximum amount of people. So everything is just, has this baseline of blandness and shittiness and sameness. We have to make it even more that. Which is this? Yeah, this thing that no we, one. We fucking, need to become more homogenous. It's yeah, it's to, yeah. It's a reflection of our politics, where it's like it's moving in this direction that no one really wants, but it's happening anyway yeah. because we have no. Uh, w- w- there's no function for us. To I stop mean, it. yeah, it happens. Just, just, from yeah. 
the top down and i i think that as like the as like the discourse gets flattened the same shit's gonna fucking happen to you know tv shows it happens to everything i i feel like it's the hardest thing about this year for me is to see how fast they suck out like the nutrients of every organic thing that happens essentially where like i mean i mentioned before it's like all culture war now but like like last night was a preview of it i mean i don't want to talk about it too much but that stupid trump like trump parade of trucks where they're driving into portland for some reason you know and then like portland's like not even protesting anything in particular anymore they're just like being they're out there protesting and just like being there you know it's like completely devoid of any action right like 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 portland's just now like just fighting with each other at this point and the trump guys Uh are for some reason gonna do like a 1000 car rally and then like (laughs) we don't even know yet like who got shot but somebody got of course got killed and it's like no longer really about anything like they're not nobody's fighting for one particular thing there like they're just fighting each other and the existence of each other and it's like it's it's very sad and it's exhausting to pay attention to because now it's just completely devoid of any meaning from what it was originally connected to it's it's so strange it yeah it's like i don't know i used to think like i i had to like pay attention to it and like make a comment about it luckily i've realized like you don't have to comment on any everything that was a very freeing moment for me but it's like yeah i i have a tough time looking at it and going this has anything to do with what this started about this is just like the trump people versus the portland people and it's like yeah no the trump people shouldn't be there like be there but it's also like well what are we doing here? Well, the original what's, go- what's going on? The original protests um in reaction to like George Floyd's killing, like those for a while it was very real and it meant yeah. something and it was like pushing for a social change um and demanding something and it had actual meaning. I mean, we already talked a little bit about how they quickly sucked all meaning from that. And by they I mean like corporations essentially and like the powers that be. And just people who have interest in watering it down for their own benefit, you know. Um, but that happens. Oh, the, the watering down, I, I can. Uh, yeah. Don't, hey, don't get me started. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah. um, with the watering down, I mean, it just it gets to this point where it crosses uh, into pure culture war, where it's only culture. It's completely disconnected from um, any chance of resolving an existing problem or issue or pushing for social change. And then the fire gets fueled by people on both sides whose lives do not, there's no way their lives will ever be affected by this, by whatever it is. Um, and those are the same people that also throw fuel on the fire to create shit like this and also tell you that you're a bad person if you're not paying attention to it 24 seven tuned in and getting stressed out by the Trump truck rally that's going to drive through Portland or whatever. Um, it's just fucking stupid. And the pressure to pay attention is just exhausting. Reading Harry Potter doesn't make you more of a wizard than somebody who's never read Harry Potter. It's just... I mean, it really bothers me seeing... I, I see it a lot on Instagram, just, like, people that only understand, like, black struggle through the framework of, like, fucking, like, Mean Girls macros. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mean Girls memes, where it's like, get in, loser, we're gonna, uh, you know, be anti-racist <laughs> or whatever. And, the thing, you know, oh, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's a it's a huge bummer. Well, the thing that's happened to Instagram that I think is so interesting is when you go to someone's story now, there's a, a 50-50 chance that you're going to get some fucking unreadable infographic because it was shrunk yes. down to be put into your phone and go onto your story. <laughs> yeah. No one's pausing to read it. You just want to be seen as posting something that's like you're going to post an infographic about how prison abolition works. Did you actually read it? No. Probably not. Is anyone who looks at your story going to read it? No, but they know that you're doing something. And I do get the impulse. I get the impulse to want to do something. It's the same impulse that causes people to constantly read the news and constantly consume these things that, like, make an already bad mind state that we're all in right now worse. But I, I do – I don't think that's a bad impulse. But I do think that there is more – there's more value out of, you know, volunteering your time, volunteering your money – something that we're really conditioned not to do in this country. Uh, just doing anything to be of service to others as opposed to just, yeah, battering people with this information that is put out with a waterboarding approach that no one can possibly absorb. Well, it, it's, yeah, exactly. And it's like once it once it's completely devoid of its purpose and meaning, then there's no point in participating in it. You know, when it when participation comes down to just relentlessly sharing like links that nobody's going to read, you know, and not doing anything else about it. It's just like, I love that. Yeah. I love that when someone has one of those fucking, you know, idiotic tweets that uh, now because the algorithm, it gets like three million. Yeah. Retweets where it's like, you know, um, it's uh, hang, hanging out in a rocking chair is a vibe. <laughs> like, like, uh, it's that moment when your mom puts the cake in the refrigerator and then always under it. I do it, love that. It is a good moment. But always, always under this totally just banal, uninteresting thought. It's like Black Lives Matter cards. It's like no one's clicking on that. Yeah. Like no one's clicking on that because everyone, everyone has that in their shit. That you just put that there, so it's like, oh no, this isn't the. Uh, I'm also, I'm also doing something. Like again, it's like not a bad impulse. People who are doing this aren't bad people, but it's just like, I, I don't even want to blame anyone individually because it's, it's like, not this their is fault. How we're con- it's this is how we're conditioned to take things up. Like I, I love it. I loved it when uh, that tragedy, the tragedy with the explosion in Lebanon happened and people were like, guys, we really have to do something. Petitions don't work in Lebanon. And it's like, do you think they work here? No, dude. Do you think they work anywhere? I've been going crazy with the petitions, especially change.org, because that's like a Mm -hmm. for-profit company, I think. Yeah. It is for-profit. And also, I think, didn't, didn't Obama people start that? It like kind of yeah. made some like it's another Obungler project. It made some like fake sense <laughs> where it, like when it started, it was like, oh, this is Obama's gonna read these because his friend started it or whatever. But it's like people keep having us sign these change.org petitions, and I'm like, where do they go? Are you guys sending these to somebody? Because like, who are they? Who are you sending these petitions to? And do they give a shit? Because I I highly doubt it. Like that's if if we've learned one thing is that people don't give a shit. Especially when it comes to police reform, like they don't even Especially give a shit about riots. No, yeah, Obama. Obama called Obama called people out in the streets and Baltimore thugs. Obama doesn't give a shit about any of right. this. Obama, the I, I, there was like a second win. There was a second grasp with this thing that the Milwaukee Bucks did that I thought was really great, where they were gonna not play. I thought that was, was awesome. Protest. I'd love that because it's like, well, the only thing that actually unites this country that we actually all care about and that we the only thing we actually know about is sports. 
and it is it is these mostly black athletes going no you don't get to have this while this is happening i thought it was amazing but of course obama put the whole thing down anything natural or organic that doesn't go through the democratic party obama will fucking be there to I, the two suck things the wind that, out of it i was shocked by that bargain that they really if i yeah it was like if i could only go ahead felix if I could only go back in time, like, 10 years, I would, uh, I don't know, I would concoct some Jacob Wall-type scandal to make Obama not a star anymore. This country would be in a better, literally would be in a better shape. If if, if Hillary Obama, was in charge? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay, that's, because a, that's a spicy take. Obama's charisma and his high approval ratings among people left of center enable him to be this unifying figure who can take air out of anything organic and anything that has the chance of being radical or affect actual change his his handprints are on anytime there's been a mass movement whenever the rug gets pulled out from under it he's there and capital would still try to do that if there was no obama but he makes it so much easier for them and he'll have. I mean, Hillary. It might have been worse. It might have been worse because she would have made every nation on earth a part of NATO. She would have. Uh, you know, who knows? But uh, she wouldn't be able to do that because not as many people like her. Yeah. Right. Like his charisma allowed him to just get away with all of the things that she would have done and like been criticized for. Mm-hmm. He's too. He I has mean, too much swag. Yeah, yeah swag. people didn't I care mean, about drones. The, he uh, was able to smooth it over. The two, like the two, like big moves he made this year were like calling Bernie to be like, "Hey, man, throw in the towel," and calling the NBA and being like, "Come on, guys, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe on, go play the game." I was like reading that statement that they released. Because, I mean, they're really doing a strike to, like, make some serious changes. Mm-hmm. And they had a list of demands. And then it was like, I read the thing, and it was like, oh, we're we're going to play as long as the league promises to, like, maybe work on trying to open up a stadium to vote. I was like, wait, what? Huh? That doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even have to do with what you were protesting in the first place. Like, there's, like... What a gr- yeah, what a great deal Obama made. It's like, hey, you know this... <laughs> organic and 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 you and justifiable and righteous rage you feel and this amazingly amazingly courageous and selfless action you're taking what if instead you made it easier for people to vote for chuck schumer (laughs) (laughs) you know i i forget exactly how we got on this but i wasn't even bringing this up oh it's the change.org i wasn't bringing it up to to be mad at obama but um I mean, the change.org shit is just weird to me because it's like if we've learned one thing during this administration, it's that, oh, you can't do anything about it. Like the situation sucks and there's like really nothing you could do. And it's exhausting when people are constantly getting mad at Trump for violating the Hatch Act or something. It's like, yeah, like, what are you going to do? He violates it all the time. What are you going to send him to jail? No, it's not going to fucking happen. So like, why, (laughs) why am I here thinking that like, this administration or anybody involved is going to read a petition and be like, oh, 200,000 people signed this. Um, apparently, apparently we got to do something about this. You know, it hasn't worked for Medicare for all or anything. I, I just don't know what these petitions, who they're going to and why that person would care, you know? 
Trump lost the popular vote by three million. Yeah, he still has done all this. Like, right. do you think that shit fucking matters? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, even if you're sending it to local Democratic leaders, like I don't believe they care. Um, it's absolutely not. It it's sad. I mean, and I once again like. I alluded to it before. It's not the fault of the people that are earnestly trying to do something. I think that's like a good instinct. I'm not frustrated by all of them. It's it's frustrating, like the situation that we live under, where it's like, oh yeah, the only thing available for most people is to just do these like really futile gestures that are increasingly more pointless. You know? Yeah. I mean, this is why I, we were. I mean, Felix and I were talking about Dennis Leary. The other day, uh, and what quite a quite about, a like, pivot, by the way. I'm seeing where you go with this one. <laughs> quite a pivot, well, yeah. Though. I well, because I'm like I don't know. Matt Matt Chrisman's better at talking about this shit than I am, and this is where I really thrive. Okay, that's what's <laughs> but, up. <laughs> this is what I, I prefer we t- to talk about too. <laughs> Me too. Generally. Yeah, I mean, just talking about like the idea of like having your brain frozen in 2007, like it would be wonderful. Just, all of his, all of his tweets, because like he's, he, well, we started talking about this because of his tweet from the other week, Dennis Leary, right? He, uh, this he is tweeted, yeah, but still canon. Um, this is probably yeah. I have it pulled up. If you want me to read it, this is like oh, please read you it. Definitely yeah. read it. I mean, uh, it, it's it's <laughs> Dennis Leary. This he is yeah, but still canon at this point, and um, and uh, his focus is often on coffee. Um, and being he mad at coffee over mad 20 coffee. years now <laughs> just been he's so been so <laughs> pissed off at coffee years, he's been pissed <laughs> off about uh what pussies have done to coffee making it taste good essentially and, and you know what's amazing he's to the right of trump people on coffee now too. <laughs> right like trump yeah. people like all the they do all their stupid shit in starbucks where they're getting a mocha frappa soy whatever is uh dennis a uh, fuckachino as dennis would call it <laughs> And Dennis is still like, I want coffee flavored coffee. Like, if you put milk in it, he's you're, a, you're, so, you're fucking pussy. Yeah, he's a single issue voter, and he hate like it's just anti third wave coffee. Okay, dude, no, I he's love- no Brandon. He's he's anti second wave. Like, he wants like he wants oh, coffee yeah. where it's like brewed yeah. out of a cowboy hat, like in on the 100%. plains. <laughs> like, yeah, read the, the yeah okay, read so the Dennis Leary. Tweet. This is Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary posted this August twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. This was last week. Like. <laughs> Like, literally, there's, like, riots in the street. <laughs> like, Kenosha's happening, I think. Okay, here's the tweet. Dear Science, once you tackle COVID, we're going to need you... We're going to need an anti-pumpkin fucking spice vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking... On so many levels, it's amazing. I mean... Starting with Dear Science. Dear Science... Dear science, let's let's take this piece by piece, honestly, because that's what I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, I could talk about this for a fucking hour, man. So yeah, I could do a hardcore history. Dear about science, this he's addressing the entire concept of the scientific <laughs> method, just straight up. Which people do talk about it like that, which is kind of annoying. Uh, on Dear both science. sides, I, I fucking love science. Dear science, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Once you tackle the COVID, or once you tackle COVID, we're going to need mm-hmm. an anti-pumpkin fucking spice vaccine. <laughs> so he needs, by the way, I mean, the biggest point here is that pumpkin spice, I feel like that came out 
10 years ago. Like literally like 10 over te- 13 years ago pumpkin spice lattes probably came out. I mean out. it's a very 2008 thought. Bro. Yeah, do you before do you that, remember uh do you remember Prodigal Sam on Twitter? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, barely. One of the first big Twitter scandals, it was back when like weird Twitter ran the world. Mm-hmm. When it was like if you got a hundred retweets, you would immediately move to LA or New York to start your career in show business. <laughs> yeah. And um there was this guy who was a youth pastor and he started just like stealing these weird Twitter style tweets. And god damn it, half of them were about pumpkin spice lattes. People thought that was the <laughs> funniest shit they thought the funniest shit would be like even more than a dog skateboarding or airbud smoking weed it was hey this flavor of coffee fucking sucks it's stupid <laughs> yeah well, there was nothing funnier than just like yeah a girl in ugg boot drink pumpkin spice so <laughs> yeah like i actually yeah. looked this up starbucks started developing this flavor in 2003 and i think they launched it around then too so two years after 9-11 they were selling (laughs) pumpkin spice right and it was popular when i was in high school so like dude this has been around for like over a decade and then it's been like eight years since those jokes became old right that we were just talking about the ugg boot oh ugg boot she drink uh pumpkin spice at starbucks and go shopping at victoria's secret you know and he's just firing this off randomly this I summer. I think it's awesome. It's so fucking it's funny. It's so good. Not to I mean, it, Felix, you, you made a great point the other day. We were texting about this, and you, you made a great point about how, like, every, every like, Mike Birbiglia, all of these comics, just, you know, they, they do all these, like, Mr. President, like, learn some respect. Yeah every, yeah, every comic from Leary's era, they're like... If you are a privileged white man who thinks it's okay to not vote in this election, I just called ICE on my gardener and they actually came. <laughs> it was supposed to be an empty threat. This is, I'm crying right now. To please watch this speech by Dick Cheney. I'm, this is beautiful. Let's, let's vote him. Let's vote this orange motherfucker out. And Dennis Leary is like, we need a vaccine for a coffee flavor. <laughs> like, Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Also, it's all he's true to himself, man. I he's, do. Yeah, I do yeah, like that. You were saying like, yeah, Leary, Leary's like, uh, uh, like Snooky should be classified as a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, like it's so it's it it it's really great. It it is like something of a reprieve. I think just doing a rack war era comedy. It's so awesome. Well, that's like. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with like most modern political comedy shows is that they're trying to do like Bush era tactics in a Trump era, you know. But like, if you're not a political comic, that's kind of that's kind of refreshing when it's just like pumpkin spice stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a refreshing thing to see on the TL. Yeah, I mean, I I'm actually trying to think back to like go do. To try to bring back jokes that deep, but it's so... My brain, it, I have trouble going past, like, Chuck Norris era, you know? Like, if I was going to try to bring some Ch- uh, Dennis Leary energy into the timeline, I couldn't go past, sure. like, Tr- Chuck Norris. I wish I could, though. Um, yeah. I mean, well, that's the... That's, a, that's, the that's not a bad era about... to take it back to, though. Leary, like, he... I mean, for those that are not uh, familiar 
we're all big fans of his old coffee bit from what was it like 1995 I'll, I'll, I'll look this so. up yeah from uh his special locked and loaded where he uh he posits uh you know, is it is it possible to get a cup of coffee flavored coffee these days? Um, and he ninety seven. Like, well, I mean that punchline where he's like, he's like, you got mochaccino. <laughs> what is he saying? Why mochaccino frappuccino? Alpacino. Mochaccino. Yeah, frappuccino. Alpacino. What the fuck, man? www.whatthefuck.com. And then huge applause break. Let's yeah, just he's killing. Yeah, he's killing. I would love to watch this. Let's again. just do it. I mean, we've definitely watched this multiple times in the podcast, but it's worth pulling <laughs> up again. So let me ask you this. He's so coked out. Is it impossible to get a cup of coffee-flavored coffee anymore in this country? Huh? What happened with coffee? Did I miss a fucking meeting with the coffee? Huh? You can get every other flavor except coffee-flavored coffee. They got mochaccino, they got chocaccino, frappuccino, cappuccino, rappuccino, alpuccino. What the fuck? www.whatthefuck.com Dude, that applause break, too. Destroying. I walked into a Starbucks about a year ago, a little kid behind the counter, I go, yeah, give me a regular. Regular what? Coffee. <laughs> what flavor? Coffee flavored. <laughs> oh, pause it, pause it. Like, for those of you that do not have the privilege of seeing this on video right now, he has a clenched fist. Oh, he's gonna his beat the shit is, out of this he's, kid. He's ready to physically assault this barista, this, this guy at the fucking counter at Starbucks. Oh he, boy! Yeah, he's so yacked up in this too. Oh yeah, like he's like I love the idea. Like I love the idea of like uh, of being like um like a Johnny Cash type or like a Keith Richards, like someone who's like I need drugs to do my art. <laughs> but it's this. No, yeah, this yeah. is awesome. This, this, like yeah, that's it. It's he's a. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, this is a perfect type of yeah, but still thing where we're like kind of making fun of him, but we also think he's way better than everything else out there right now. Where I actually do prefer this and enjoy it at the same time. He's oh, I, yeah. It's impossible to quantify how much better he is than Trevor Noah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 100%. literally impossible. Yeah, I like, mean, it's really, yeah. it's really fascinating. I don't know, like, it feels crazy on my end to like be in a position where i'm like yeah this guy who stole bill hicks's act like stole bill hicks's act watered it down stole his like one of his biggest bits is like uh just stolen from louis ck but to like be put in a position where i'm like we need to we need to return to this you know i mean why not i've uh it's it's hard to go back uh to that era mentally yeah it's hard to go back to that era mentally things were really more simple in fact they're so complicated now that it's it's hard to imagine that but i've started to try to do it um where people just like i mean i think i mentioned this the other day brandon where i i kind of have memories of the eras where people were like oh yeah i don't i'm not into the news you know like like simply there's yeah like I don't do politics. I don't do politics <laughs> at all. I don't do politics at all. And then like the other, that's the majority state, like majority position is like, oh, I'm not into that. And then if you want to be like alt about it, if you want to be counterculture, you would be like punk. 
like and be like, oh yeah, I hate the politicians, like all of them. You hate all politics. Yeah. It's there's you're ignoring it or you're hating it because it's all bad, you know. And you're making Banksy style paintings. Um, well, the, the what? Yeah, the biggest in the '90s, like the way that you fought. You wouldn't even like explicitly name capitalism. You'd be like conformity, consumerism. <laughs> it would be <laughs> it like, like, yeah, you'd flick off the White House and like yeah. take a picture, and then there would be like dollar bills, like, like, like people walking in. Uh, a painting would be like, like uh, workers walking into the White House, and then like on the other side, they're coming out as dollar bills, you know, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, yeah. It would be like a soldier, a, a soldier like his his gun turns into a book and he recoils in terror because he's never seen one before. That was that was the, that was the shit back then. Uh, I mean, it was a weird era culturally because it was an awful like it was an awful time for so many people, and a big portion of the problems we have now are because of things that were done during that time. Things like welfare reform, the crime bill, uh, NAFTA. Tons of just awful shit. The looting of like, if you're a RussiaGate person, you should be mad at uh, the, uh, Bill Clinton and the IMF for the looting of Russia they did that turned into a lawless hellhole. Um, just so much happened. I mean, but because but because you know the economy was doing well in a sense, and we had more, most importantly a budget surplus instead of a deficit. People are like, this is pretty much the end of history. Like all the problems are solved, we're we're fine. Yeah, like, we're like it's okay. everything's cool. Well, and we live and so in the opposite. We have to yeah. take on we have to take on existential problems of human existence, like obesity in America. <laughs> we have to. Well, now it's the exact opposite because, like, I do look back fondly on that, even though I was like, you know, way too young to reap the benefits of being able to check out. But we live in the opposite now, where. It's it's told to every single individual that's like, oh no, you are the only hope in changing this. Like it's up yeah. to you, hundred percent, and like you have to have an opinion on everything. You have to care about what your neighbor thinks politically. You have to fight with your neighbor. It's up to you. Um, oh, because the, I, that's the one of my politicians I, don't do shit. They won't do anything. Yeah, that's something that really gets my goat. Yeah, you have to vote like all of. Yeah, all of that shit of like you need to like you need to disown every <laughs> every family yeah. member. It's like, like you need to you need to make Thanksgiving bad. It's it's on I both love, sides. Yeah, that, that shit. It's both sides. It's like I mean that's the oldest trick in the book too. Is like just to get the people who matter least to fight with each other. Um, right. To it's all a distraction. Control. Yeah, this you is, need to yeah. personally ruin Thanksgiving. The thing it's I your see duty. From- when I see like a millionaire actor tell people to punch Nazis, it's like, are you gonna pay their fucking legal bills? Yeah, <laughs> right. You get if they get seriously hurt or even killed, what are you gonna do for their family? Like, you're just telling people to go out there and fight. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I it's yeah. Um, I feel bad. I feel really bad for younger people because the Zoomers have been told by neurotic Xers and millennials. That uh, oh no, you're gonna fix everything. It's fine. Just by virtue of you being young, you're gonna fix it. And they're told this by right wing and left wing people. It's both. Yeah, both. Like right wing, right wingers love this thing where it's like, oh, Zoomers are based. No, they're 17. <laughs> they don't want to. Oh, they shouldn't yeah. have to live. They shouldn't have to live your shitty life, your fucking terrible life, where you do the mirror image of what the you know the 
uh, arch- archetypical lib cuck does where they ruin Thanksgiving where you ruin it because you're screaming about Bruce Orr. We like, need a list. Yeah. We need a list of every fucking every fucking like blue check adult in their thirties who does a tweet like all these these the the TikTok Zoomers are so pure. <laughs> like yeah, I want to make them play a, a, a Counter Strike or Valorant game with me where I hear Zoomers argue about who's gayer. Yeah, 100%. like and they're so mad that they're like crying. Like it's like yeah, they're children, and it's really fucked up to look at this world where every institution is failing and everything is awful. Like they're already probably fucking petrified. It wasn't like this when I was a kid. Like we had the recession of two thousand eight, but our, we didn't know how decrepit our institutions were. Like now, with unprecedented political violence for my lifetime, to to go to that, to point to all that, to kids who are fucking in high school and go like, you're gonna fix this. How? You don't need to. They you can't didn't even fucking do know. pre-calc. Yeah, you didn't even what need to know. What the fuck is wrong with you? You didn't know need to know if you were like an anno, like anarcho-capitalist or a communist or anything when you were 15 years old. It's like kind of cool. That's like a you know everybody's there's an obligation to be so politically involved, and it would be very cool if it mattered. If there was like any indication that our participation had an effect on anything, but I don't yeah, really think be it does. Fifteen years old and like know the word neoliberalism. Yeah, just be Dennis Leary. You should be. Just hiding like, <laughs> your boner with a backpack. Yeah, watch Robot Chicken. I mean, I it's not their fault. It's just like it's exhausting that it's being put onto the individual because I constantly think about like oh yeah the, I have the sad thing about I have the, no ill will towards these these kids. I, it's like the problem is people like projecting all of their like hopes onto fucking children. Like I, that's weird. I yeah I'm constantly perplexed about the Trump stuff. Um. Just like the people, the people who are hardcore Q people and Trump people. And I'm like, where do these people come from? And, you know, it's uh, they didn't come from nowhere. It's just like 15 years ago, they probably wouldn't have had a political opinion at all. Very vaguely. These people like which which is great. Like most people shouldn't have to have really, really strong convictions. They shouldn't have to decide whether or not uh the swamp is real and there's like a giant cabal uh collecting adrenochrome and like you know like they have to personally help donald trump save the children like it, this is all new it's uh it's it's so much pressure on the individual to participate when it doesn't have an effect um well the the, the q thing is so strange because a lot of the people who get into q they are apolitical but they're like in sort of this generalized Facebook world of, like, anti-vaccines or whatever. And it's interesting because, you know, mo- the best lies are created from a strand of truth. Like, there is a deep state. There are pedophiles at the highest yes. levels of government capital. Um, you are right to have this complete suspicion and paranoia in a lot of cases. But it's also because it's people who, like, just consciously have been deprived of any like political or historical education they're very susceptible to this fantastical thing where it's like oh you know who's the only guy that can stop pedophiles the one, it's like one of the more active pedophiles in america yeah. <laughs> like, like it's it, it's uh, yeah it's it's fucking sad because it is people I think there are some cute people who are just psychos who 
like want to fantasize about their political enemies being killed. But I think there are a lot of people who are like, you wouldn't be able to pick them out of a lot of it's just like crazy bloodthirsty people who think they're like legitimately helping the world. They, if you didn't know anything and you were just the breadth of American history that you were taught was, yeah, Reagan defeated communism and then everything was good. And then nine 11, it's like, yeah, of course you'd be like, well, what the fuck? Uh, How do you explain this world? What WW dot what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> and I want to add one caveat too, is cause like, I'm not, trying to tell people to just be completely um, lazy about things and like they shouldn't even give a shit. It's like my frustration comes from the fact that this pressure is being put on the individual while meanwhile, the people who actually have power aren't doing anything. I mean, on <laughs> for conservatives who should be upset, like Trump didn't even build their fucking wall, like bare minimum promise. Like he didn't do any of the shit he promised. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, like we can barely get them to like uh, gather in session to like talk about the post office or whatever. Just like bear, like they won't even do fucking anything. Like they're not doing. They won't anything. even convene. Like bigger swaths of the American workforce are unemployed than they ever have been in my lifetime. Congress can't even convene a fucking session to talk it's about so f- unemployment. Yeah, and that's like to go back to Portland and shit like that. I'm not saying and this shit with like how people talk about Zoomers. I'm not saying people shouldn't do anything at all. I'm not saying that at all. I think people should be involved with the political process. But I am saying that it sucks to see just, like, fucking bewildered, dumbass MAGA people fight, like, people in Portland who have good intentions and just see these, like, people just fucking beat the shit out of each other while this is happening. It fucking sucks. It fucking sucks that just, like... Nancy Pelosi is having, like, a charcuterie there are a lot of people who in like the MAGA counter protests who are like out now Nazis but I still just the idea of just normal Americans just beating the shit out of each other and fucking killing each other while this is happening well these people couldn't give a fuck about this you know Nancy Pelosi dangles in front of our faces during like 30% effective unemployment oh uh, maybe we'll get Trump's tax returns next time even though that's what she said during the midterms that's so fuck that is and I'm not saying like oh let's go out and guillotine her I'm saying like how come she isn't she doesn't have some at least political fear to not follow through on anything how come they don't even have mitch mcconnell doesn't even feel this fire under his feet to get the congress they don't give a shit and it's and we're just we're out here we're just completely atomized and beating the shit out of each other and it sucks it fucking sucks yeah it's sad i mean and they've they feel that way because nothing changes and Eventually, they feel like the only way they can make change happen is to beat up the other side, somebody that feels yeah. differently about something than them. And um, it's because all politicians are just completely inactive, not doing anything. And it's sad. It's fucking sad. It's literally their job, not ours. It's, Dude, it's like the equivalent of if I was a parent not buying food for my children, and then when they complain about it because they're hungry, I, I just pit, it, pit them against each other. And tell them to ask their siblings about it, and it's it's their fault. Yeah. Maybe they need to work a little bit. I harder. mean, yeah. Listen, listen. Say what you know. Say what you will about the ruling class pitting the people against each other, 
But something that's really pissing me off is every time I go into Dunkin' Donuts, it's a bunch of hipsters <laughs> writing poetry on computers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want to. I want to watch more of that. It is. It's that like is a good purifying. Special. It's a very good special. Yeah. He says that you go to Dunkin' Donuts, it's a bunch of guys writing poetry on computers. <laughs> let's, let's run that back. So it just never happened. Let's run this back. False premise. <laughs> this doesn't happen. Oh, he's still beating up the kid. I'll stick that menu right up your ass, kid. <laughs> menu. Coffee doesn't need a menu. It needs a cup. That's all it needs. Maybe a saucer underneath the cup. That's it. You been in Dunkin' Donuts lately? The last bastion of coffee, flavored coffee? It's gone. Forget about it. You walk in there now, there's people wearing berets. They're writing poetry on computers. There's <laughs> a kid behind the counter. Would you like a coffee cool out? Uh, fuck no. <laughs> www.blowme.com <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so cleansing. So, so pissed good. off. I mean, dude, we need Dennis Leary back. We need another special. Culturally, He's, well, I that was like the maddest I, I a guy sh- like that could get. You know, I showed I showed uh, Felix this, but he was on. Uh, I guess this happened during the election, the last election cycle. But Dennis Leary went on James Corden, and he rewrote his uh song asshole to be uh it it's rewritten as uh trump's an asshole wait ooh, can we watch that why yeah i'm bewildered that that dennis leary is not a trump guy no dennis leary hates no no because like dennis leary is like he is like a head you know the sjw's you know people go to college study under underwater basket weaving like he's like he probably like would be a Republican in like the seventies, but it's also like his weird sort of like union guy, like picked up from union guys that he's not in Boston is like Trump isn't a real man. And I, I, I do think it's nice that Dennis Leary's like, No, Donald Trump's too racist. Yeah. That's like I'm like, okay, good for you, man. That's you know? actually a good yeah. indication of uh, the country is like maybe has a few sanity points. If we haven't lost Dennis Leary yet, where he's like still staying true you know yeah we were we were me and felix the other day were talking about uh ron perlman's tweets because he does like he'll do (laughs) trump tweets like every day but he had this one he had this one a couple weeks ago where he like called trump uh like a motherfucker and then he was like he did a follow-up where he was like he spelled it (laughs) m-u-t-h-a-f-u-c-k-a right so he was like Trump, you're a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what a motherfucker is, don't you? <laughs> Rob Rob Perlman has this like very specific actor mental illness where when you turn seventy and you're like a <laughs> Jewish man, you're like I'm black. <laughs> like Steven 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 Seagal has it. Where it's not just like it's not like any black guy who like exists. It's like a black guy from 1972 that you saw in a movie. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, something yeah. I love is that like Michael Rapaport was that at like twenty, and <laughs> yeah. he just stayed true. <laughs> this guy started early, but yeah, like Michael Rapaport, um, Ron Perlman, it'll just be like the only shit on his time. Like there'll be one tweet like promoting some movie, but then there'll be like twenty tweets. It's like <laughs> Steve Mnuchin, you one dumb sucker. <laughs> what did he start talking yeah. this way? Uh, Mike, Mike Pence, you 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 need to get 
G checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's all. It's like I like it though because it's like it's very earnest. Like you can tell he's really writing it because like no no right. like you know Zoomer haircut social media manager would be like I'm not I'm not gonna write out orange mofo. I'm not yeah. gonna call somebody. <laughs> yeah, there is a there is like kind of a humanity to those yeah. tweets. Yeah, be, yeah, because he's like someone's like lame dad, and I I, I like it. <laughs> I, it, like I felt this way. Like you remember that Peter Fonda tweet, the last thing he did before he died, where he's like, "Someone should molest Merrick Trump," <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I have this like soft spot in my I have this soft spot in my heart for like there's a type of like old like liberal who just like loses their shit. And it's not like it's not like the normal Hollywood thing of like oh, I'm solemnly crying at this thing George Bush said or like. You know, we need to support journalists. It's just like unbridled. It, it can't, only boomers can do it because boomers can correctly identify a lot of problems, but they can't identify the causes because they were told to stay away from anything that uh, attacks capital. So they just they have this like they have this correct rage, but they don't know how to channel it. So it just goes into like, uh, uh, let's have a charity boxing match, Ted Cruz, <laughs> in this like very charming lameness. Oh yeah, it's, it's very wonderful. It is, yeah, it is like endearing. Ultimately, yeah, I love it. I yeah, I will. I I hope that we're all old guys like that. Like I hope like when yeah, I would love that Don Junior is president. And we're like sixty. We're <laughs> like we're all we always get visited by the Secret Service because it's like <laughs> yeah, I'll beat your ass, Don Junior. <laughs> you you stupid ass mofo. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't know what's going on in the world by that point. You know? Yeah. I don't want to. No, I, I nice think I would too. deserve to not be mad or upset at that age. Except just at coffee. Like, I would like to be mad yeah. at, like, the the future advancements of coffee we don't know about. I want to be Dennis Leary mad, but not, like, mad at the news in the way Fox News Oh, yeah. Are. I mean, yeah, this is classic horseshoe theory. Yeah. Yes. I simply just want to be mad at like the the you know the 2060 coffee that's come out it's like air <laughs> coffee you know i want liquid you, coffee <laughs> you have to have like there is some like dormant rage that comes with like being an old white guy and it's like even joe Bi- joe biden has it like when he <laughs> like you know when he like can't get through a sentence in a debate yeah. or something and he's just like to get himself out of it he goes he gets mad mm-hmm. because it makes him <laughs> yes. speak faster or like yeah when yeah. he called the when he was like listen fat I don't know <laughs> I I don't know if it's just like entitlement or it's like I used to like I used to I used to be like the scariest thing in the world to people which is like a 6 foot tall like white guy with resources and like everyone did everything for me and now I like need to be helped around and it kind of sucks. I don't know what it is, but there is a, a it's just like you have to pick whether that rage is you know at the at the orange sucker Donald <laughs> Trump or coffee or you know um, an overweight man who's asking you about your son. I mean, I wish I I, I wish we could uh, see Biden unchained. You know, I, I want to see him finally face off against Donald. I, are we, are, is it just not going to happen? I don't know. Well, Pelosi stupidly said like she was basically like we're not going to platform him, and it's like he 
he's the president. But she doesn't get to make that call. That's not her call, whether we have debates right. or not. And I think, like, Biden, as diminished as Biden is, he knows how bad that looks not to debate Trump. So, I mean, I you know our theory about Biden, that every time he speaks and he's cogent, they gave him so much Vivans it almost kills him. <laughs> but it's like he'll yeah. do that. He'll do that again. Like he's yeah. he's like one of these old guys who's like, I'll do anything for my country. And it just means like taking Vivans and debating Trump. And it's like people really talk up Trump's debate prowess, but he actually did really poorly against Hillary. Um you know, and Biden Biden did destroy Paul Ryan. Uh that was when he was more cogent in two thousand twelve. Right. I think, uh, I don't know. I think it would be fun. I, I want to see it. Absolutely. I mean, that, give us that, something. The Trump-Bernie debate, they, he was, he was like on, he was like on something. They, they, they gave him some stimulants. You mean the, the Joe, one. the Joe-Bernie debate? The Joe-Bernie debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, th- yeah, that was like, and then we didn't see him for two months, which is like, oh, you right. almost killed him. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to go. Like he had to go gather his energy. Yeah. He's, he's like the outsider, Stephen King's outsider. He needed to really? go, like, uh, you know, back in his cocoon. Yeah, I think they <laughs> they give him like Adderall and Vivans, like you would give a dog a heartworm pill, just in like a ball of peanut butter. I mean, who cares? <laughs> Let, you know, go for it. They give him it in his. It would definitely be through Dairy Queen, though. Yeah, they give him I it in a blizzard. Yeah, it's a, that's a pills. That's a pills in the yogurt situation. Yeah. The yogurt, though, I believe would be a Dairy Queen blizzard, and he holds it upside down to make sure there's nothing funny in it. <laughs> you guys didn't spike this again, did you? Let me check. He loves God this. God damn. Should we watch that uh, Dennis Leary video? Dude, I don't, the, have, I don't think I have the, the brain capacity to handle that. It's, it one? looks so bad. It looks so bad. It's pretty I looked bad. It, up. it looks we don't so have to watch it. bad. Dude, we can I, talk about anything else, anything else besides <laughs> just like a, a, uh, comedic music and James Corden. Those are just like two touchstones of pain for me. Like I'm just pressure points that I don't know if I can handle. No, that's yeah. I mean, that's fair. Musical comedy. No, yeah. thank you. James Corden. No, thank I you. I did. W- I did want to talk about that uh, Jerry Seinfeld New York Times op-ed, which is you guys have not read it, but it is very short I was it just, is like i saw a story about it and i was just confused i'm like what why why are we like why are we sounding off on new york right now that's like also a well, very 2007 thing you want to talk about 2007 that's like uh yeah jtma new york or whatever that fucking movie was that everybody watched in paris <laughs> right new york was the sequel yeah. where it was that was like straight up very 2007 vibes no, yeah, people have been having this conversation for fucking years. Just like They're, making of, art like, about like, like wow, uh, the- oh, like a lot of people are moving to LA. Like, is is New York over? And then people are like, New York can never be over. Like, New, you know, whatever. New York's like, like a person, most- and this is the city's right. the heart, and it beats. And <laughs> cool, yeah, like the basically like the fucking LinkedIn CEO. Uh, he moved to Florida and like wrote a thing about it. And then Jerry Seinfeld wrote a thing in response. Like he wrote a thing, like his New York times op-ed was a response to a LinkedIn op-ed. And it's like the most boring conversation. Just two guys just arguing in a void. Yeah. Yeah. Just two two guys who like, just like 
don't leave the Upper East Side, and they're like, no, New <laughs> right. York is better than it. I'm like, who cares? I don't care. It, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. It's so funny. I mean, I, I was, like, immediately thinking about, like, Jerry Seinfeld just getting mad about LinkedIn, right? Just, like, <laughs> reading, just, like, he's like, LinkedIn? Like, you can't link out. How do I close out of this website? I don't know how to close a website. Somebody tell me how to close these tabs. I've got too many tabs. I can't turn off my computer. It's, it's so cool that he's a billionaire. Is he? Did he it's hit so the billion? Awesome. Did he, that rocks. he hit the big B? Or I don't know. He's basically. I think probably. So. Yeah, he well, he at least has like five hundred million, right? Yeah, he's what's that's the oh point? that that just you just reminded me of like the the dumbest thing that people do with the like I it's I think it's like a classic boomer lib thing where people love to be like yeah Trump's not a billionaire by the way yeah. by the way you're not yeah. actually rich <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah you know those people that uh, are ruining the country he's not one of them <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the thing the thing people it's do so where they. Weird. I saw this thing where it's like, yeah, the thing people do where they think they're helping Biden, where it's like, uh, it was a signed letter from a group of Republican national security operatives at a very high level. And it's like, we're the guys who did 9-11. We don't <laughs> like Donald Trump. <laughs> like, like, okay, okay. Very cool. Thank you. <laughs> like, who who's going to be moved by this? Yeah. Like, no one. Yeah, we're like in a yeah. weird phase where it's like, I don't know, like all the all our political operatives, like like a lot of them lost credibility in the last the failures failures of the last election, and it's like maybe there's not it it, it ha there hasn't been enough time where there's like the younger generation can come in. And there's like hot shots from like the next generation, so we're kind of like in this in between time where they're like kind of pulling in like Iraq War people from the bench, you know. Well, right. I've, I've seen <laughs> the hot shots. They're all everyone who works in politics is like really stupid yeah. in the same way. Like the young hot shots are like the guys who framed up Alex Morris. Oh yeah, that's yeah. very oh, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, and fucked it up. It's like maybe blew a sure election for their very evil boss or Which, guy who they wish there was their boss, Richard Neal. I mean, I was I was like really excited about seeing like the AOC endorsement and it did. It did annoy me just I, I get annoyed with like people who uh, who love to like shit on AOC for like participating in celebrity culture. Because, yeah, I don't like, get, yeah, I, I don't give a shit about that. I, I right. I'm mad about some of her foreign policy positions, but uh, uh -huh. it's like, well, she's playing the meta. It's like the thing you do now to be a celebrity right. is like to do all that. What I think is dumb bullshit, but. It also gets a lot of people on board, so what do, you know, what do you, Right. Who yeah. cares if she did a fucking Vogue makeup tutorial video if if she's like, you know, putting her money where her mouth is. It's all If it's getting people on board. Yeah, if it's for, getting people on board, know, great. Progressive shit. Yeah. I, I'm way more worried about how she met with people who supported the Venezuelan coup, but none of her constituents who were against it. But uh Damn. Yeah, if she wants to do like an IG live, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, no, there needs to be more shit to get people on board in, like, a tangible political program. And if that's where people are, go for it. Yeah. Right. She's speaking the language. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about before? How did but, we get on AOC? Oh, we we were talking about... Oh, you, Alex Morris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I was just talking about the, the various 
old creatures coming back to haunt us from the Iraq War era, and like yeah, uh, oh, yeah. the nine eleven uh, creative directors. Yeah, when you well, see- everybody's attention span is so fucking short, and you know. That's a, they, it's easy for them to get away with it. Yeah, that's it's it's weird how things. I mean, that's the kind of the theme of this episode. Things get nerfed so fast, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's yeah. impressive. It's impressive how fast. Well, like, and what's weird is that like the rioting doesn't stop, but like the point right. gets like like the point of doing it gets sucked away. Like we're not protesting anymore, but there's like still somehow riots. Just like only there are the, still there are still a lot of active protests. There's like the media. Yeah, the yeah. media isn't really covering them yeah. as much now. But yeah, I don't know. Well, like, and um, it's like well, the people in power have learned like, oh yeah, we don't have to care actually. Like, there's no like we don't have to care about this. Like the Kenosha sheriff, I think is still uh, standing by his police officers. I don't think oh, he yeah, like doubled down. I and I it's brutal. I kind of. I, w- I will bet money that Tony Evers, the Democratic governor of Wisconsin, does not do anything, but maybe somewhere down the line uh, to make it look like he is doing something, he outlaws more flavors of vapes. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing that de- the thing that Democratic governors love to do, never rein in their cops, uh, never expand Medicaid, but definitely make life less fun for people. Dude, how do they, like, dead serious question, because I don't know, like, vape bans like big soda bans things like that where where like like the worst parts of living in a new york or california where it's just like a baffling law change where do those even come from are the it are comes, they it comes from they have to look like they're doing something but they can't do but they're solely accountable to capital at the end of the day is there so they is can't there do an, anything that would raise people's taxes that much they can't do anything that would hurt the health insurance industry that serves absolutely no one uh and yeah, what we have is we have all the bad parts of living in Europe, but with absolutely none of the social safety net. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I I just kind of confusing because it's like, is there any grassroots movement or like organization of citizens that like wanted smaller cups of soda at Seven Eleven? No. Well, it's the like, soda ban actually got struck down. That was ruled. Oh, did it actually get struck down? Which is yeah, it's really funny. It's that a big that win. Was like, there was a judge who's like, no, Americans like deserve big soda. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Whoever, whatever judge did that. It was probably just to spite Bloomberg, which is like, cool. Good. Fuck that guy. Why not? I mean, it is and weird. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it is weird. Like we, we kind of get lost in like politics a little bit, but it is, I, I guess I am in favor. I'm not, I'm not, I think people shouldn't drink a giant big gulp, but it's like, it's weird for the government to tell you like, oh, you can't serve something in a big cup. Like if, right, I don't want it to what? be illegal, and, and it's also like, why do you think people have poor nutrition and are drastically overweight? Do you think it's because the they're just they're insane feral hogs who can't stop drinking soda, or do you think it's because it's so difficult to find a good grocery store in New York, especially if you're lower middle income? Yeah, what do you think's right. the bigger fucking problem? But of course, you're gonna do the thing that costs you less and is restrictive and doesn't. Yeah, you're not gonna do something. There could be state-owned grocery stores that have fresh produce. It's very doable. New York has a ton of agriculture, but no, no, yeah. Why do any? Why raise the taxes? If people live on the Upper East Side or the Hamptons. Why do that? Why do anything? Yeah. Just, just make this this fucking thing that you think is tawdry or whatever that poor people can have. That just like it's a reprieve from working sixty to eighty hours a week to live in a fucking morgue slot in this terrible city. 
take that away from them. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I mean, luckily, there hasn't really been too many of those in my recent memory because of COVID, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. New, what... York, New York in the same budget. Oh, wait, no, L.A. No, California just banned menthol. They just banned yeah. menthol, which, by the yeah, way, no, yeah. the state's literally burning down. The, the logic because of you that, ran out of slave labor. Yeah, the logic of that is that like it entices kids. But I mean, dude, I you're I was a child smoker and I was not lured to menthol because I liked mint. Yeah. Kids don't like mints. Kids don't yeah. like mint. That's like old people like mints. I like I the first thing I tried was menthol and I fucking hated it. I, I uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, in the same budget that Cuomo signed, uh, we cut Medicaid and uh, banned flavored flavored vapes it's so weird dude <laughs> you cut medicaid in the middle of this crisis what the you're i got yelled at for saying that cuomo is just as bad of a person as trump but he is they're the same guy they're the same guy Cuomo's just a little smarter but he's writing a book about how fucking how fucking what a good fucking job he did well he's kicking people off their health care that's uh i i'm working towards like i i think a theme in this episode is like I want to mentally and philosophically go back to 1997 where I just hate all correctly dislike all politicians, almost all of them just kind of like write the entire thing off. It's like maybe I don't know how true it was like for most of the time, but I think right now you could definitely get away with it. You know, (laughs) I mean, there are a few I like there are a few. I don't know. I have some wild theories about the next 20 years. Well, I mean, You'll you like want... this one. This is an Illinois-based prediction. Okay. I think we already know who... I'm not going to say this is definitely happening because this is a crackpot prediction. This is insane. This is not based in anything tangible. Okay. The good part of it. But I think potentially J.B. Pritzker, our boy, he could be the FDR candidate in 12 years. Okay. FDR... Came from a very wealthy, well-connected family. He was initially a deficit hawk, which means he was pro-austerity. That was his early posture. And then when he got it there, because he was not an intellectual, just like JB isn't, not an intellectual, but like saw what needed to be done, saw the stakes of the of everything, was like, all right, we need these massive spending programs. Fuck the deficit. Fuck this. We're gonna do, we're just gonna spend our way out of this. We'll do massive programs, the likes of which this country has never seen before. JB, similar type, not ideological, but from this, not an intellectual either, but someone who I think has not done a very bad, he's done a way better job than Cuomo. What he's done in Illinois far outpaces Cuomo. And I feel like, you know, because with Biden, unfortunately, I don't think we're quite going to have 97 because we're not going to have amazing prosperity or at least prosperity, amazing prosperity on paper, like we did in 97 for a while. But I think that we're going to have a lot of years of uh, jobless recovery, probably have some stagflation in there. And I think I could see a sequence of events where JB gets in there and he's like, all right, uh, I'm, I'm going to fucking stick the knife in the insurance companies. All right, I'm going to, there will be a fucking jobs program. Maybe it's a man, very you know, wild maybe, theory. Maybe he could never get elected because he looks too weird. But <laughs> I, I, that that's like that's why I called a crackpot prediction. Everybody it's not based in reality, but it's so weird that I think it could happen. He has Illinois face. 
Yeah, it's, uh, no, yeah. It's not weird by Illinois standards. I have to work out four times a week not to get Illinois face. Yeah, I mean, there's just like, you can be very bizarre looking. Like, who's that one guy who's, um, I think he's a congressman that has like weird teeth. He has like long ass teeth. He's like particularly <laughs> scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who lost. Um, fucking the worst Democrat besides Henry Queller. Uh, the, the, the Polish last name. Fuck, oh, goddamn, fuck. what's his name? This is he the most lo- vague thing I've ever t- to for Dan, Chicago politics. Dan Lipinski. Dan Lipinski. Dan Lipinski. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Dan um, Lipinski. Okay, you know, you want to talk about good things that happened. Dan Lipinski is one of the worst fucking Democrats that's held office in my lifetime. And oh, Mary, he's so Mary, ugly. Mary, Dan Mary Newman, a supporter of Medicare for All, beat, beat his ass. <laughs> that was great, dude. That was great. Dude, just the definition of a rat face. Like, this is. A- and a rat person. Dude, he looks literally looks like a rat. Yeah. Like if you were gonna Photoshop him in, in a mean way to look like a rat, you would barely have to make modifications. It's amazing that a guy that ugly and uncharismatic and just like politically uninspiring was in there for. I, I guess that shows how disengaged people are from the political process. I think like when you see these like way better Democrats primary these really shitty ones, I think what happens a lot of the time is people don't even know who their rep is. They don't no, give 100%. shit. They're checked out of the political process. And if an exciting enough candidate comes along, they'll be like, oh, wait, that fucking rat represents me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have this fucking guy, Elliot Engel. What the fuck? Yeah, boom, done, <laughs> out. Um, Very few people, I mean, they, they say that uh, approval rating for people's individual reps is very high, but I think often the case is that... People don't know who it is. They don't care. They're checked out of the process. Voter, yeah. voter turnout's very low. Sorry, Brandon. We, we ducked into local Illinois politics. Yeah, I know. You got you, you went Illinois on me. I almost went to Oberweiss territory, but I'm not going to do it right now. I love... Just so people know, Jim Oberweiss was an ice cream baron who hated immigrants <laughs> more than anything, and he spent <laughs> tens of billions of dollars every four years to become the... Republican nominee for governor and never came in better than third place. Well, he's running against Lauren Underwood. He's a, yeah, Overweiss is a freak. Uh, he also um, uh, we actually are talking about the Overweiss family. Now. Yeah, we, we it's hard not to talk about Overweiss. He's just such a. It's Bra- like Brandon it's like, and the audience. This is Overweiss. I don't know how far it's. He makes really outside. good ice cream. It's really good ice cream. Like this oh, is yeah. a. I'll bring it. I'll bring so it to good. a relatable level. Like Overweiss is a chain of milk stores and. Uh, ice cream stores they make real good Ooh. milk real good ice cream um i don't there's not like a real equivalent in california i wish we did like because the funniest thing my roommate the funniest thing he would do is like walk to Oberweiss and get a glass of milk and like drink a glass of milk <laughs> it's, really, it's really good milk like, Wait, it's a straight up milk store dude, yeah yeah like dude like it's the best milk you've ever had Oberweiss it's so fucked up that he's so racist because it's like, God, why couldn't you have just like made your milk and shut up? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and their ice cream's real good. They have like, dude, everything about it is good. Um, Oberweiss Dairy. And they have like locations like all over the place, but I don't know how, if it spreads outside of Illinois. There's got to be stuff in Wisconsin. Yeah, know? I figure. Like, I could see it being in sort of there, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm pro... Uh, expansion of dairy-based establishments, um, but I don't want the Oberweiss family taking over. I do wish that I could... When I go and finally visit, I'm going to go to Oberweiss and just bite the bullet and maybe 
Maybe I'll try to shoplift the milk. I don't want to contribute to the family's wealth, but you know. Well, that's like that's why we would uh, ideally. I, I wish we could have a Jean Luc Mélenchon or like a, a left Gaullist type, where we would have an economy that was Dujerist uh, and uh, the state directed key industries, and then maybe over the course of that, the government of Illinois takes over Oberweiss, and you can buy that milk and not feel bad about it. <laughs> it's just state-run, <laughs> yeah. state-run yeah. ice cream store. I don't know what he does. I don't know why it's so good, but it is. It's like maybe maybe it's like maybe it's like a curse he's like i want to make the best milk ever and they're like you're gonna be a racist who constantly runs for office and never wins i want to see what i want to see is i want to see somebody either ben or jerry run against jim overwise in some kind of like purely milk-based uh (laughs) political situation honestly they make good milk products but overwise is better it's the best wow i think it's the best okay wow fair Damn. I mean, I, I don't know why. It just is. I don't know what he does to it. You heard it here first, folks. Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree that, with you there. Taste that milk. It's good. It's some we good should milk we should go. We should go on a road trip to Illinois. We should just move there. <laughs> we actually should, man. Fuck. I want to be back. I yeah. I miss it. Me and Felix. Uh, I mean, uh, this will just quickly turn into personal conversations if I if I don't stop myself. But we are very tempted to move back. Brandon, you have to come along though. That's the thing. Yeah, That's you have to thing. come. It's like, uh, and all the guests yeah, it that, would be a little that, harder. That sweet, sweet milk. Do you know? Do you know how good our lives would be in Illinois? We'd be like, kings. Yeah. It'd be I, awesome. Oh man, I I there's actually a fifty fifty shot that I'm gonna buy a place in Illinois. I don't know though. Mm. I mean, the other fifty is Minnesota. Yeah. Either way, just you're, having you're a, done with a, a New York. Basement. You were you're you were you're with the LinkedIn guy. Well, I'll have to come back here sometimes for work stuff, but it's just like I don't know. It's tough living here now. Like all the reasons that people say New York is dying is they're like, oh, um, the M M&M and M store in Times Square closes earlier or whatever. But it's like <laughs> my whole thing is like the bar basic bargain of New York is you get to have this kind of like fun lifestyle even though you pay like an obscene amount of money to live in a fucking phone booth uh everything's aggravating but you can get anything but now it's like seeing how bad they handled covid and it's like what do my taxes even go to now they're not i I was happy like paying taxes here when you know medicaid wasn't cut but it's like if we're gonna be under this austerity regime i i don't really i don't know like i I just uh, a lot the last bit of redeeming characteristics have been sucked out of this place. Uh, it, it just I don't know. I feel like everything was handled very badly here, and I don't know. I would just rather be in Illinois or Minnesota, places I, that are at least like better run, where at least like maybe uh, my taxes go to people who need it and not increase funding for the NYPD. I mean that's a problem in every fucking blue state. But like right. New York, New York's especially tough because like I don't know, man. Illinois, Illinois is pretty bad Minnesota, too. I Illinois would be is bad. Living in a pod for bugs. Yeah, I could go. Right. I could go to a, there. I, I could there would be a grocery store within like eight miles. Of there. I I I, uh, I I just want a basement, quite frankly. And Illinois is not too. better. It's at least like more interesting, you know. It's like it's like your taxes are being wasted in Illinois, but it's like oh, I bought Rod Blagojevich's speedboat. You know, well, that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> like, if they're oh, using cool. my money to pay people for patronage jobs, like 
fine. At least someone's getting a fucking job. Yeah. I don't give fine, whatever. Patronage makes the world go around. I would take the corruption of Chicago in the seventies over the corruption we have now. A hundred percent. Yeah. And even if it's corruption that's just interesting, I'm I'm down with it. Yeah. I won't I no. wouldn't be that mad about a speedboat. It's it's different if it's just like, oh, they paid some contractor four hundred million dollars to build a website that doesn't work and like never actually got finished. Well, that <laughs> was the end of the era. The end of the era was when Daly sold the parking because that was like the end of the old scam where you pay some Polish guy and he gets your fucking dumbest cousin a job in sanitation. <laughs> and the beginning of the new scam where you sell the infrastructure of your city to an investment bank that makes it shittier and more expensive. Yeah. That was that am was I, the bridging I, of the two eras of the Democratic Party. Am I right in my impression that Illinois is like big on cousins? Uh, Illinois is yeah. co- I think Ohio is the most cousin state though. Okay. Yeah. You think so? Illinois is a big uncle and nephew state though in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean land of nephews. Mine were like spread out across multiple neighboring states, you know. So I I'm a little biased. Yeah, people leave the nest in Illinois. They're like, I'm going to go find a new life in Colorado. Uh, I think they, no, I think they leave the <laughs> nest. They're like, oh, I'm going to find a new life in Chicago. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just yeah. Like, the, the, yo, the Illinois yo, dream is, is to, from- <laughs> yeah, it's to live near Wrigley Field and be like, this is so great. I can walk to the games. This is Which crazy is, for is me great. because I grew up in the sticks, Naperville. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh, okay, we're getting a little too deep, uh, Brandon. We're alienating you, but um, oh yeah, no, it's it's fine. Only one way for you to get all this shit, and that's for you to move to Illinois with us. <laughs> that's the thing. Not not Chicago. We can live no the suburbs. We could live like kings. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Wheaton. I would go Wheaton, Illinois. Wheaton would be. We would be, and we would go into the city. We would all buy. The ugliest three hundred dollar dress shirts with cufflinks and yes. go into Chicago every weekend. By the way, I, I said yeah. we would live like kings. <laughs> that sounds we, awesome. We could like live a, yeah. like like a really like shitty print short sleeve button down with the sleeves like rolled up. Yes, cuffed just enough. Yeah, yeah, just in, they're like up halfway up your tricep. You have like <laughs> yeah, you have like gold colored aviators. Like yeah, it would be so khakis, sick. Khakis that like fit like Chris Laville pants that are like yes. somehow have a spandex quality even though they're just regular khakis. You've been like uh, yeah. working your legs in the gym all week. You're a member of <laughs> Lifetime Fitness and Export Fitness at the same time somehow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it costs like fifty dollars for both in Illinois. We could live that would financially um, like kings, but we would not get respect as podcasters. That's a thing. Oh, no one would like us. No, no everybody one. would hate yeah, us. Everyone, That's like the thing. Everyone would be like, "You don't. You need a real job, like skimming off the top of a sanitation company. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys, you guys are just parasites." And I'd be like, "Yeah, whatever." It is refreshing. I do miss like it, it goes too far in the opposite direction in Illinois and Chicago, where it's like. The shit that's rewarded in L.A. and New York is hated in Chicago. Yeah. Where it's like all forms. If you're anybody that has like, like, it would be, I would be shit on for having this podcast because I get like attention and I like, oh, what? Oh, what? You need people to listen to you? you oh, you want somebody to listen to you? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why, why don't you get a fucking therapist? Yeah. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. yeah. We would get yelled at every, like just random people would yell at us. They yeah. Just like. 
they're all like our our aura would just emanate like entertainment industry bullshit and we would just we would get shit thrown at us but it wouldn't matter because it's like you know we're taking we're taking the boat out to one of illinois many boating lakes <laughs> yeah we you could afford a boat brandon like you could get a boat i'm telling you on this hell yeah we could all have boats out there we could just have three boats like driving down i-55 three trucks towing three boats just completely blocking traffic because we're going the same speed <laughs> talking to each other through our windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all have serious XM. Yeah. We all have every dumb suburban consumer cultural <laughs> yeah, we're paying, item. paying for serious and like all sorts of dish networks that are long obsolete, but we're just still paying yes. for them. Uh, this is Oberweiss delivery milk. We would work for Oberweiss's campaign. Oh, man. We would just have to become like... I love Illinois Republicans because it's like they're like, oh, Cook County Democrats, they're fucking stupid. They're they're always going to jail, and then it's like they just go to jail for the exact same crimes. <laughs> Brandon, how's this? How's this sound to you? Are you in? Yeah, this sounds awesome. All right, done. Um, yeah, we're we're doing. It, on that it. note, I think we've done enough for this week. Um, what do you think? Yeah, B- Felix, thank you for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. Any plugs? My pleasure. Um, I don't don't have anything immediately. No, I don't have anything. Maybe something soon. Yeah, Brandon. What's up? Do you have any plugs? Oh, I just want to. Well, I, everybody should check out Chapo Trap House on Patreon. <laughs> uh, I think everybody should. Uh, yeah, no, I I don't have shit to plug. Of course not. I guess. Plug yeah, our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, none of us, you know, none of us have shit to plug right now. Sign up I guess for our, our Patreon. Patreon. Sign up for our Patreon. We're, we need it. We need to move to Chicago. This is the, it's the move to Chicago Yeah, funds. it's important. Yeah, buy, a, buy us a Chicago speedboat. Buy, buy our Sirius <laughs> XM subscription in Chicago. Um, yeah, and a, and a large flat screen TV for my kitchen for some reason. <laughs> you gotta have the flat that's, screen yeah, in the kitchen it. for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, I need I need an LCD fireplace fire. Yeah, that doesn't do anything. Like while I'm making a buffalo dip for my friends <laughs> who came over at 10 a.m. to drink beer, I need to be able to I'm, watch TV. Yeah, I'm getting I'm having a quarter of a million dollar uh, marriage ceremony at age 45 <laughs> for my first marriage. <laughs> okay. Illinois shit. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, okay. Oh boy! Thank you for listening. <laughs>